Welcome to The Pokes Podcast. I'm Allie Putman. And I'm Elizabeth Gosney. And on this episode of The Pokes Podcast, we're joined by Dr. Asia Cooley, a professor in the School of Media and Strategic Communications, Jaden Dottie, a junior studying strategic communications, and Anne-Marie Cheney, a senior student who is also studying strategic communications. These three and myself are some of the members of OSU's 14-member NSAC team. For our listeners who don't know, NSAC, or NSAC, is the National Student Advertising Competition. It's an annual nationwide competition sponsored by the American Advertising Federation, or the AAF, for college students interested in advertising, PR, and marketing. To get us started, let's each of you just talk about the roles that you have for the NSAC team. Asia, let's start with you. My name is Asia Cooley, and I'm an assistant professor of strategic communications at Oklahoma State University. I've been a part of NSAC since 2017. I absolutely love watching the students grow through this competition and cannot wait to share with you guys. Anne-Marie? Hi, I am Anne-Marie Cheney. I am a senior at Oklahoma State University, and I am the account coordinator for the INSAC team. And this is my second year doing it, and I'm so excited to be back this year. And Jaden? Hi, my name is Jaden Dowdy. I'm also a junior at Oklahoma State University, and right now I am the secondary research team uh, leader. Um, this is also my second year on the NSAC, te- NSAC team, as I was on the team last year, my sophomore year. And I'm also very excited to be back. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast today, and we're so happy to have you all, especially since, like, Jaden and Emory, you guys decided to come back to participate for the NSAC team. Um, what made you guys decide to participate in NSAC? In general, I knew it was going to be a very, very good experience, and I knew I was going to learn a lot. With the NSAC competition, you get to work with a client that is very, very widely known, and having the knowledge of, I get to create a campaign for this brand or this company is exciting. I wanted to do it again, so now I'm back. Yeah. So piggybacking off of what Anne-Marie was saying, what made me want to participate in an SAC was the opportunity to really push my creativity. I had seen a flyer that was inside of the halls of um, our school building, and it said looking for photographers and videographers, and that's something that I specialize in. Um, And so I was very curious going in because I didn't know what um, the National Student Advertising Competition was at all. Um, I kind of walked into it blindly and uh, had the interview with uh, Dr. Cooley, and um, it went great, and I was hired and I was on the team. Um, However, whenever I joined, I was the only, or not the only, but I was one of two sophomores, so I did feel like a baby. I felt like a really big (laughs) baby. I was scared. I didn't know any of the seniors. Um, I knew Allie a little bit from some of our work with the Ocali. I knew Anne-Marie a little bit as well from Stratcom Club, but I was very scared coming into it. But the idea of just kind of pushing my creativity and seeing how it is that I could use that for uh, advertising competition was something that really um, had interest me. I'm glad we didn't scare you for the second year. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Because <laughs> that's unusual, right, to do it two years in a row? Uh, Actually, it is not very unusual. If you're starting it as your junior or senior year, I do see the students come back uh, for their senior year and and go on. And for those students who become graduate students like Ali here, this is very 
unusual. <laughs> I would say very typical because students do love the experience so much. They still want to stick with the team. And Allie cannot participate as an undergraduate student, but she can serve as a graduate advisor. So she's doing this, and I see this over and over again when students just get bit by this NSAC bug and they still <laughs> keep coming back. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's like an attestment to how unique the experience is and how fun it is, you know. I mean, it's not the first time people have come back. So, I mean, it obviously there's something really, really special about the competition itself and, and being a part of this team. Can you explain how you prepare for the competition and what the process is in developing your campaign? Sure, absolutely. So National Student Advertising Competition is a com competition that is put together by American Advertising Federation. It is for the students who are have interest in advertising, public relations, social media, marketing, you name it, to come together and work as a team on a case study that is provided by a major national client. So this year we not sure if we're allowed to discuss the client this year. How about I will focus on the client last year. So last year we had indeed a client that had given us the case study and the students on our team as well as other uh, hundreds of students across the country were working on the same case constructing a multi-channel advertising marketing campaign to address things that the client is asking in, in the case. So the process is really a three-step process. We start with the uh, foundation, which is research. Uh, we are doing secondary and primary research to really gather the insights about the client, the competition, the context that they operate, things, th things of that nature. Then we go into developing a creative direction for the campaign, and we have students who are writing for the campaign. We have students who are designing for the campaign, uh, those who are deciding what channels they're going to be put into, those who are doing evaluations and scheduling and things like that. And then the third step of the competition is the presentation of the hard work that we have in the form of a 20-minute presentation with a well-put-together PowerPoint, as well as questions at the end with the judges. Sometimes we get judges from uh, national judges from different agencies. Sometimes we even get judges from the client team. Um, so it's it's really up to a uh, different year to, to figure out what the competition is going to look like. Uh, once we compete on our district level, some teams advance to the semi-finals. Uh, those happen typically virtually. Um, and once you win the semifinal competition, you are invited for the national competition. And we actually, as an OSU team, have gotten the second national place in 2016, right before I got here. So go Pokes. Well, it's like a semester-long thing, right? So it's a year-long oh, year class. Long. So uh, this year, it's offered as a class in the fall and a now a class in the spring, before it was just a class in the spring. We do research and qualitative, quantitative research in the fall, and in the spring we do more of the creative stuff with graphic design and ad campaign planning. And Jaden, you go ahead and talk about your 
research team? I know that's something that you're like really focused on. Yeah, so I'm in charge of the secondary research team and we are tasked um, with basically providing the majority of the research for our campaign. Um, and so what our team does is every week we'll have um, a specific question um, that has to do with the campaign that needs to be answered. Um, and so each member of our team, we uh, make sure that we log our hours um, so we can have those research hours to be able to use those in the book that we turn in um, in the next semester, as well as overall provide research for the uh, campaign and the book itself. So that's what our uh, secondary research team does. Yeah. And then in the spring, it's more of graphic design. And then we create a digital book. In the past, it used to be uh, printed physically. So gratefully, we don't have to worry about it getting lost in the mail. Um, (laughs) But that's also a very fun, fun thing. And we create a PowerPoint. I was on the PowerPoint. I was a PowerPoint team leader last year. And that was that was was fun. I did love that. that. And as a culmination, we do get to go to present at the district competition. So we have four presenters, and then we have the other team members who are supporting presenters, either writing the script or doing the PowerPoint or developing the potential questions the judges can ask for the Q&A session. So we travel as a team, we present as a team, and then depending on the outcome of that district competition, we know whether we advance into the next round. So it really is... You know, it is a two-semester process, but really we're starting in the spring when we are um, presenting that to uh, all of the NSSC uh, students and faculty here as a send-off, and that's our best recruitment for the next year. And then we go through the process of selecting the team members as soon as we come back in the fall, and it kind of rotates the whole year (laughs) round for me, I would say. Like kind of Asia described, there's a lot of steps to the process. It can be kind of daunting, but the team works really hard to do their best and succeeding and everything. But what's been like maybe the hardest part of the process? Like what's the most challenging for you? Um, oh, for, <laughs> yes. Um, so in the last competition year, we had a client, indeed, that was not a fan favorite of the target audience that we were trying to create a campaign for. So we had to ask ourselves, how on earth are we going to convince part of the generation to say, hey, Indeed is the site for you. So creatively, we had to look at our research and figure out how on earth that would work, and we did. And now this year, our client is different in a different category. I can't say (laughs) what it is, but that's the joy of being an INSAC is the challenge of it and looking at something that you're working on and you ask yourself how can I make this better or how can I target this audience perfectly that's a less than one percent chance of getting everything done I, I forgot the source name but it's like less than one percent mm-hmm. and but that's the fun part the challenge the challenge is the fun part absolutely for me I would have to say the hardest part was the adjustment period for me I initially coming into NSAC I was a sports media major and most people in um, NSAC are uh, strategic communications majors. And so I was a sports media major, and uh, Emery and Allie were two of the people who actually convinced me to switch my major over to, uh, to Stratcom. So I have to, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to give them, them props for that. But um, the hardest part for me was definitely just the adjustment period and learning what it is to um, have this real world experience in NSAC. Mm-hmm. You do a good job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 
So what are some of the things that you've learned throughout this experience? Yeah, so I guess one of the main things that uh, I've learned is just meeting deadlines. We have a very strict schedule for each of the teams that we're on. Um, for I was on secondary team last year, and our leader, uh, Tate, had us on a very strict deadline, making sure that um, we were getting our research done in a specific amount of time, as well as on the creative team as well, and having to um, stick to that schedule. And I very, very quickly learned that it, this was not something that I could do just last minute and show up the next day. It was I had to do it um, consistently over the course of the week period that we had to do our work. So that was one of the biggest things that I learned. For me, it was little, tiny little details matter 100%. When it comes to a detail in the book or the PowerPoint or the media plan, I was in charge of the media plan, which meant I had to figure out how much money it would cost. We weren't given a budget, so I was like, ooh, yay, free money, I can do whatever (laughs) I want. But it was my first time, so I was building that and like, oh, I have to call someone to figure out how much this would be okay, and just adding it up little by little. Every every single detail matters, especially in a campaign where you have to reach the thousands and thousands and potentially way more people than. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> so how does this? I would, this is really like you said, real world experience, and at a university, often you were you studying theory and you, you're not getting your hands dirty, as they say. Um, so how do you see this having impact on your, uh, well, on your education now, but especially your future careers? How is this going to impact that, you think? So I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> that that's, a, that's a good question. Um, so how I see this most impacting my education and my career um, is, like you said, it's real-world experience. Um, not many other places do we get the opportunity to actually make campaigns for a business who would who would um, actually end up using some of the research and some of the um, the campaign materials it is that we use, mm-hmm. um, and so being able to draft up these creative directions and using this research to go into how we take the campaign in a creative direction um, is what's really going to help me in my future because I do want to be a creative, someone who uses creativity to help a business or a brand grow within themselves. And so that's what will really help me in the future, which is this creative direction. Yeah. How about you, Emery? So I learned through the National Student Advertising Competition, that I love working under a tight deadline in a very collaborative environment where I'm doing multiple things at once. It makes my brain tingle. It makes it, like, explode a little bit in the best way possible. With um, a fast-paced agency life that I I knew that was where I belonged Mm -hmm. way after this, and that's why I'm doing Insect again is because I enjoy that environment of creativity and critical thinking and it's just a wonderful environment to be in so that's how I know I'm in the right place. What's been one of your favorite memories or parts of uh, being a part of the NSAC team? Okay I've got this one so (laughs) (laughs) I think I think both Amory and and, uh, Dr. Cooley know what I'm going to say. Should I close uh, my eyes? I know. <laughs> so last year our competition was held in Austin, Texas, and we had about a six, seven-hour drive down there. Oh. And so the entire car ride down there, all we did was just talk and play games. And I found a very interesting fact that 
Anne-Marie loves to drink milk. Oh, my gosh. She said that she can drink, like, a gallon a day. And it just, it's just so, like, it was just so surprising to me to, to figure this out. And I thought, I thought she was joking at first, of course. And then I saw the pictures of her with gallons of milk. And so then I just, there's no other way for me to, to not believe it. This out of context kind of sounds crazy, but it is true. Yes. Um, and it's a healthy problem. You were at my house last night. You saw. I was, and I did see all the milk. Um, it's it's a fun fact for memory, but no, I agree. That was one of my favorite moments too. Not learning about the milk, but like sharing like very fun stories about each other, learning more about each other, and we had a long time to do so. So I agree. That was like one of my highlights as well. Yeah, and, and like really just like the entire, um, <laughs> the competition <laughs> itself, um, you get to the end and then you get to see all your hard work paid off. So I think mm -hmm. like right. the entire experience of that, it's it's really huge, so. I'll tell you my favorite uh, part of the, uh, my favorite experience for the competition. So a couple of years ago, we had a client win a schnitzel. Um, yeah. And we actually had a um, part of the Schnitzel team came in to be one of the judges for a district competition. And we presented and we were great. Our team did fantastic. Um, and when the judges put together all the scores, because it's, you know, the whole system, how they do the scoring, we were half a point short from the team that got the most points on the 30-point scale. Mm -hmm. So it was so close between the two teams. And um, Winnish Nitzel Judge was just one of the three judges, so he could make the decision that, you know, this is the team that he wants to advance, right? It was three, three judges' decision. But he so loved our campaign, and he was so frustrated with the competition <laughs> because they couldn't advance two teams to the next round that he actually took time, called the corporate office at the American Advertising Federation and asked them if they could advance two teams from our district. And of course, it is against the rules, and oh. so they wouldn't let us. But the fact that he even told that story, and they, they, they even had an hour delay between the time that they announced the wars because he was trying so hard to move our campaign forward. So to me, that was so nerve Racking yeah. and exciting yeah. and getting to know that the client actually loved our campaign so much to, to be willing to do that. That was that was kind of rewarding. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a good reminder that we do good work and we make something very worthwhile that is yeah, the, amazing. The clients yeah. Will want. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the hard work ends up paying off at exactly. the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to add on to what we're talking about here. So you grow really, really close, obviously, with your teammates. And that the car ride was really fun. Um, but it feels like a school trip. And it's just very exciting. Like, we're going out? It is, it is a school trip. It's a school trip. Well, it literally is a school trip. And then the excitement and the anxiety of, oh, man, we've worked so hard for so long. And it's almost over. And it's exciting and it's sad. And then... I, rem I remember I sat down watching our team present, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> but it's it's just a wonderful, I don't want to say magical because that's cheesy, but that's how I feel. <laughs> but it's a really great time.
you're also passionate about it. Does this, and you said you changed your major kind of as a result, well, was it as a result of this or just the people that you met within the well, NSCC? Okay. Yeah. 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 They were, I remember both of them were literally like, uh, they had asked her like, uh, hey, like, you're, uh, are you the PR um, emphasis in Stratcom? And I was like, what's Stratcom? And they were like, oh my gosh, Jaden. <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, I'm sports media. And they were literally like, get out of sports media, be in Stratcom. This is so cool. You meet all of these people just like this. And they, they, yeah, they convinced me. Yeah. So it sounds like it's kind of a recruitment tool in a way. And, <laughs> yeah. and Asia, how does this affect and kind of supplement the education that these students are getting? I think that uh, every, because every student in our program has to take a capstone course, uh, they, they really get to choose whether they take a traditional campaigns class or uh, apply to be on the team. Mm -hmm. So I do see that, you know, both uh, are great educational components, but I do see the students who are in the, and I do teach both of the classes, by the way. So I do see that the students who are in NSAC, they are, personally invested in in the product and they are proud to they know that this goes to the district competition they know that people outside of our school will be looking at that and i see them they they really take pride in in the work that they do um, so to me just watching them grow through this process and, and really takes it to the next level is is always a very rewarding process mm -hmm. Would you, what do you have to add, Allie? What have you learned from the end from your, because you, you did it as an undergrad and now you're yes. a graduate uh, advisor? Yeah. Is that what your title is? Okay. Yes, so what, is. Have, what have you been, what would you say have been your biggest takeaways from participating? Yeah. So, yeah, I did do this as my capstone um, when I was a senior. And for me, I wasn't a part of the major for like as long because uh, I transferred my junior year. So I didn't have a ton of experience, but I really think being a part of the competition as a senior, you learn so much because you're actually doing it and hands on. And you also care a lot more because, yeah, everyone's going to see it. I mean, even if you take like account like like even just everyone in the school is gonna see it. So it's like, um, or in the School of Media and Strategic Communications. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I think like it makes it very, very important to add in like all the little details, kind of like how Anne-Marie talked about earlier. And like that was something she really took out of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like for me, I learned a lot more about like the process of like advertising specifically mm -hmm. um, because I was really like, had hands in every single pot and, and learning um, like just like skills that I didn't know. And I was like, well, I've never uh, made a, you know, uh, advertisement for Spotify, but I'm going to do it today. So yeah. it's going to work out great. Um, but uh, so you get a lot of hands on experience in that way. And then uh, coming back and then like being an advisor for all the students, I see them doing the same thing. And I think that they're even working harder than I did. So <laughs> they're doing great. Um, I know this, our team this year is amazing. I'm so proud of them. They make my so job excited. way easier. <laughs> like, hey guys, there's this deadline. They're like, we know it's almost done. And oh, it makes my heart happy. Oh yeah. It's so good. So what advice would you have for people that are considering becoming part of the team or are first-time uh, first team members? What would you say to them? I would say get out of your comfort zone because you might have thought of yourself as a maybe a writer, but maybe try yourself as a creative person a little bit. A little bit. I have seen so many of those examples throughout the years in the competition. Um, I can remember one 
Um, one student we had, she did not think of herself as a great presenter. She did the tryout because everybody has to do a tryout for the presentation, but she really ranked herself very medium, five out of 10 as her desire to be a presenter. So she didn't feel comfortable that she would be uh, a good choice as, as the first presenter. Um, well, she ended up making the team and she ended up actually winning the best presenter during the district competition. And that really had sparked her confidence in doing more of those kinds of presentations, even in a professional level. And, and even talking to her three, four years later, uh, she had shared with me how that had launched her confidence in being able to be a presenter and, and, and really get, um, get in front of the people. So watching those kinds of experiences, I think, is, is a good learning lesson that um, you need to try everything. I've seen people jump in and say, just like Ellie, you said, I've never made a Spotify ad. I'm going to try that. Or I've never done a, a recording at the studio for a radio ad, but hey, I'm going to try it out and see what happens. So getting outside of the comfort zone and trying something new, trying new skill sets, mm -hmm. I think that is a good takeaway. Yeah, and going off of what Dr. Cooley said, um, one thing that I didn't realize that I loved so much was actually doing research for our campaign. And coming into NSAC, once again, I was just strictly photography and videography and just a little bit of graphic design. And so whenever Dr. Cooley told us we'd be doing research, I almost thought about leaving. I was like, oh my gosh, research. This is not, I was like, this is not what I've signed up for. Uh, but I actually did end up really loving just the and process. Now you're the research of, leader. Yeah, now I'm, the, now I'm the research leader because I just love it so much. And so um, just like she was saying, just getting out of your comfort zone and trying new things, it can lead, lead you to different opportunities and it just really push you forward in, in its entirety. I'm going to add on to that. It, NSAC is an opportunity to learn something new and to learn a new skill. I came in truly not knowing what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to learn. And I got to, kind of like Allie, I just stick my fingers in all the pudding and I was like, what do I want to do? <laughs> and I knew I liked graphic design and PowerPoint and research. So I got to do a little bit of everything and that's mm -hmm. something really good. Go early, do this early. Yes. So you really get a feel of what you like and what you need to work on and you learn something new. It's it's a class, but it's also the closest you will get to an outside of school experience. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I can say that still in school <laughs> because yeah. it just I, I know it in my heart that I'm like, this is I'm really I feel really prepared for graduation. Mm -hmm. I feel ready just to go out and be like, yeah, I can do this. It's easy. Not yeah. easy, but it's like I can do it. But you are very <laughs> capable. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to give a bit of different advice just because I don't want to say the exact same thing. But I, I agree. Um, um, yes, I was like, I think it's very important to try a lot of different things. But also, it's important to remember that we're part of a team. Yes. Um, yeah. And that everyone is there to help you. So asking like other people's perspectives and advice um, can also be a really huge asset into the learning process. So that, that would be my advice. And I would just imagine it's humbling too. Like you have to be humble enough to say, "I need help. I need feedback," mm -hmm. yes. and not think that you are, you know, everything already. Even right. and especially you know, as a photographer and a videographer, um, you said, "Well, I don't know enough for, about research, so I want help." And now you are a researcher. Yeah. I think that's really awesome that you had that collaborative um, atmosphere where you were able to, you're all able to learn new skills in a. And I would assume it's a safe environment too. Like no one's going making fun of you or saying, "Oh, I can't believe you don't know this." Like you're all learning it together. So that's awesome. 
Um, is there are there any accomplishments uh, that you're particularly proud of from the past years of competition? So the last competition year, I was in charge of the PowerPoint team and the media planning team. I this was my first time leading a group. In the fall, I was very comfortable of like, I'm gonna let other people go and I'm gonna watch. But I had enough confidence to say, I can lead a group within a subgroup within our big group. Mm -hmm. And so I watched the budget plan come together and I watched the PowerPoint come together and it was something very mathematical and very creative that I got to work on in one semester and I was so proud. I just saw the PowerPoint just on the screen and it worked. And I was praying, I'm like, dear God, please, please let crash. it, please, please don't please. crash. And it was just, oh, it was like my little baby. I thought about it daily. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's my proudest. It was my first, and I'm so proud. And I can't wait to do it all again, over right. and over for the rest of my life. I would say for me, I guess the biggest accomplishment um, was last year on the creative team. And actually, Allie was the team lead for the creative team. Shout out, Allie. <laughs> Uh, and so um, basically at the end of the uh, our presentation, um, we all go up on the stage and we line up and we get asked questions by the judges. And one of the very first things that the judges had said was that they loved the entire creative direction of the book. And so we, we had spent so long designing and we went through so many different revisions and um, it was just a really long process that I was just like, please be worth it. Like, please, because we put in so much time. And so one of the first things the judges said was like, oh, my gosh, I love this book. Um, and it was reminiscent of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid slash like Dork Diaries. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so yeah, he had. Was the vibe we were going yeah. And that's for. exactly what we were going for. And so yeah. he was just like he was just like this completely reminds me of when I was back in middle school reading Dork Diaries and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> and so, in, of course, on the outside, you have to say thank you. Thank you so much. But in my head, I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of yes. us were like looking at each other and pumping our Yeah, we were just like, like yes. yes, we did yeah. that. We did this. Right? No, I'm professional, but we're like, yeah. <laughs> I felt the exact same in that moment, but earlier I was like relieved. I was like, oh, thank God yes. they like it. <laughs> yeah. It's but nerve yeah, but yeah, it was a huge proud moment. I mean, we worked really, really hard on that, and for like a main chunk of like our time in composing all the materials for the competition as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. That was a proud moment for me as well. <laughs> Anything you want to add, Anne Marie or Asia, about your? I would say uh, on the team level, every year we've had some great successes. Mm -hmm. um, when we go to the district competition, other teams know us, and there's big Texas schools that are always like looking out for us. And we have, by the way, one of the most challenging districts. Yes, there is more winners from our district, and we're in District 10 nationally than there are from any other district. So arguably, you can say that you know we're competing against the hardest team uh, in the nation in this competition. So mm -hmm. um, always being a contender and, 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 and providing a, a really, really, really good uh, product is, is something that I'm very proud of for this team and for this school. Well, yes, no, I think it's really great. And like, obviously, you know, competing like against the best of the best, like, but also like there are a lot of things for this year that we're preparing for. So like, do we have anything? I mean, obviously everything's kind of confidential. We can't say too much, but is there like anything like you're super excited about for this competition this year? I'm excited again to go with the creative direction. And now mm -hmm. that um, I'll, I'll be in a leadership position this year, I feel like um, I'll be able to 
how do, how do I word that? Um, <laughs> yeah, facilitate more and just have things run uh, more efficiently than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Not to say you didn't do a, a good job at all because you did. You did a great. You did a fantastic. You did a fantastic job. You did. You did a fantastic job. But I'm excited to see what creative direction we take with the campaign this year. I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, it's it's a different client. It's a different category and. It's new and it's different and it's exciting. I'm excited too. We have a really, really good starting point, yes. I feel. And we've just done so much research so far that we're getting into the nitty gritty. We're getting into the details of the details of the research. So I know in the spring we will have what we need to make something amazing. And I'm excited. What is your research? I'm curious, what does your research consist of when you say you've gotten into the details? Where where are you going to find information about your client or about the the category that you're competing in? So I would say that on the uh, sort of like higher level, we are separating our research into secondary and primary research. So Jaden is leading secondary research, so he can talk more about that. But on the primary research side, since we don't have anybody representing that team, I'll say that we are doing focus groups, we are doing the one-on-one interviews, we have launched the survey, we're doing the um, in-store observations, not to be creepy or anything. Um, <laughs> Uh, so all of that is going to culminate, and the primary research will be wrapping all of that at the end of November, early December, for the insights that we get from actually asking our target audience uh, within different formats on the set of questions. And I'll, uh, Jaden can talk more about the secondary research. Yeah, so for secondary research, some of the things we do, and I'm just going to give examples from last year. Um, So last year, our client was Indeed.com, and the task was to um, increase unaided consideration in between the 18 to 24-year-old audience. Um, So things that we did to research that, we looked in um, to our demographics and psychographics for our 18 and 24-year-old audience. What are some of the things that uh, that we value when it comes to the job searching platform. Um, do we like a sense of a sense of community? Do we like uh, the colors on something better? We're going to go to something because of this color or this color. Um, and so we look into the demographics and the psychographics, um, as well as we look into uh, collaborators, so um, influencers, brands, businesses um, who could support Indeed if they if they were offered to support Indeed. Um, as well as the competitors, so the competition like uh, LinkedIn, that was their biggest competitor, and we all know how big LinkedIn is doing. I'm sure that we can talk about LinkedIn right now, but but we looked into uh, the competition as well to really just understand thoroughly what it is that our audience was and what's the best way that we could then increase their unaided consideration from that research. Dang, so not a Wikipedia search, is it? Yeah. (laughs) A little little more than a a Wikipedia search, How much guidance do you give them? Do you let them kind of figure it out on their own? Or how does that look for you? Because I'm sure you're going, oh, no, if you could just do it this way. But do you let them kind of fail and figure it out? Or or what does that look like? So I would say the research is a a very reiterative process because I work directly with the primary research and and the secondary research to come up with their plan for the research. And then once they get to their plans of what they're planning, what they're going to be doing throughout the semester is we're going back and forth and adjusting as we go. Um, For example, with the secondary research day, 
uh, take a week to collect information, insights, um, uh, inf information on, on particular subjects, and then they come back, present it to the whole group, and then as we are in the class, we are figuring out what's going to be the follow-up questions right. on the stuff that they've already researched this week, or is it something that we feel like we have exhausted and it's time to move to the next set of questions and subjects. So it's 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 it goes both ways, just like it would be with the industry. Uh, nobody does all of their research on their own. There's certain guidance and, 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 and kind of the reiterative process that goes back and forth between the um, the, the team leads and the team members and the, I would say, you can call me a supervisor more so than really a, a teacher and instructor in this particular case. That's fascinating. I would lo have loved to, I don't know if where I did my undergrad if that was available, but I was more involved with journalism. But again, another hands-on when you are writing for a paper, designing for a paper, you get that hands-on experience. And as much as I liked my classes, it is those type of experiences that really help you in your future career. And so it's just really awesome that OSU has this and does so well. Um, mm -hmm. So well done to all of you. <laughs> it's exciting to hear about. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to talk about us with everything that NSAC is doing at OSU. And we're excited to see what everything happens for the team this year. So thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pokes Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes, and in the meantime, follow us on social media at OKStateCAS. <laughs>